0: Living for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is
1: The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Wednesday the 15th of December 2021. We have Charles Firth. Hello Charles. Hello Dom. Lachlan Hodson. Go away. Alexa Volovich, and I'm Dom Knight. Hi. And I have good news and bad news uh, from the New South Wales Health. We had 804 COVID cases yesterday, which is the highest it's been by a mile since uh, lockdown ended. Woo! Back on top.
2: I can't wait for the good news.
1: Well, yeah. the good news is tomorrow we're winding back almost all restrictions. Uh, so no masks okay, in most so places, no QR no, codes. So, Dom, just shut up. What? Just
3: shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we what? don't want Shut up, No, Dom. We're, not, we're not talking about it's this. It's freedom. No. It's
1: freedom. To no, I no, can do
3: whatever I want. We're, no, we are just – like shut up. Just don't, Let's not talk about the numbers. Let's just shut up. Let's just not talk about it. Want to let it rip? No, I well, no, I'm just saying, no, but the thing is, of course, we don't don't want to let it rip, but I also don't want to not be able to have all the freedoms and everything. Like, I just want everyone to shut up and we'll just talk about something else. We don't have to think about it. Like,
1: oh, you
3: just sort of like pretend it's not there. I I think that's let other people worry about it, just shut up.
1: That is how viruses work, that if you don't pay <laughs> yeah. any attention to them, yes. they just go away.
3: Yes, I think that's a good idea. That's
4: what happened with my venereal diseases. That's what happened with all the bullies at high school. And yeah. that turned out fine.
3: Yeah. Just, we just, let's just pretend it's over. Everything's over. It's all normal. Let's just have a Christmas. We'll worry about the explosion and all the, you know, the fact that it's all opened up at the wrong time. After Christmas, not now.
1: Right. Boxing day's going to fucking suck, though. <laughs> <laughs> On today's show, John's going to take a look at Alan Jones's streaming television debut. I cannot wait to hear how that went. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh I, I, I believe it was a triumph, Dom.
1: <laughs> yeah, he certainly says it was.
3: Actually, he's probably also wanting everyone to shut up about <laughs> <laughs> his, his, new, his new broadcast.
1: Alexa looks at a new model uh, for schools funding in the United States.
4: Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. And Lachlan
1: has a story about camels.
4: Big fan, big fan of camels and everything to do with them.
1: We'll get into that right after Rebecca Dean Amuno in the Chaser Newsroom in a moment.
4: Shut up. Great. 804,
1: Charles.
3: See, camels, that's the story we, want. we don't. We don't want...
1: No Omicron, just yeah, camels. Just All camels. Right. All right, let's get into it.
0: Pathist supercar driver Scott Morrison has reworked the proposal for his long-promised federal corruption watchdog, replacing it with an honesty system. The system is said to be strikingly similar to the current system of federal politicians in which they are harshly held accountable by no watchdog at all. After an unsuccessful debut to his online show, influencer Alan Jones has yet again shifted platforms and will now be yelling opinions at strangers outside his local supermarket. Jones's new public ranting platform has the potential to reach tens of people at any one time, quadrupling his previous TV audience at Sky News. And finally, following Triple J opening the polls for 2021's Hottest 100, Parliament House has landed in hot water after misunderstanding that they were voting for the Hottest 100 songs. Politicians have since retracted the votes they sent in for staffers, anonymous donors, defamation lawyers and desks. That's the latest Chaser Report headlines from The Chaser Report. I'm The Chaser Report's Rebecca De Namuno, and you're listening to The Chaser Report.
3: On Monday night, something very special, something very historical happened in terms of Australian, well, political history, media history, which is that Alan Jones launched his new online internet only uh, (laughs) video sort of stream thing.
6: Uh, and to talk about it, we've got John Delmenico. John, did you actually watch it? Hi, Charles. I tried to. There was a bit of a rocky start. I don't know how this happened, but somehow Alan Jones's website went down 20 minutes before it was supposed to go live and stayed crunch. down for the entire night.
2: That means you didn't have to watch it. That's amazing. Well, <laughs> well,
6: that's good. Sad- news. Well, sadly, it did still air on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, so it starts weird. off really well. Play the first clip.
2: Alan Jones, direct to the people, right across Australia.
7: Yes, it's me. I'm back, and I'll be more accessible than ever. Here we are.
2: Sounds very professional, John. it sounds a lot like regional radio, like a (laughs) bit of a demotion.
6: Well, I love it because it's like regional radio on YouTube. And Alexa, you use YouTube a lot. He used a copyrighted song in his title sequence. Oh, no. That's that's just fine, isn't it? Well, yeah,
2: yeah. It sounds like his video won't be shown to anyone. He's clearly done his
6: research before launching his brand new network of stuff that... Includes articles online, everything revolving around the show. It didn't go great. After three minutes of self-plugs and intros, mm. he eventually got around to starting to the content. We all need a motive for what we're doing. I've been reminded of the words of General
7: Douglas MacArthur.
2: <laughs> oh, Alan Jones, direct to the people. What? Right across. Yeah, it plays straight. again. That's that's a quote from. General Douglas MacArthur, though.
6: What? Hang on. So, (laughs) So what happened was the intro just started playing again. And for some reason, in this live stream that's definitely live, Mm. he says the exact same (laughs) thing afterwards. Also, something, (laughs) Alexa, again, you use YouTube. When something says YouTube premiere instead of YouTube live stream, that means that it's a pre recorded, pre edited video, right?
2: Yeah, that's not a live stream. That's just a video you upload.
6: (laughs) So, that technical failure that everyone's been talking about online was a pre recorded, pre edited thing. Oh that they left God. in the video. That's insane. That's, that <laughs> is so
3: weird. Do you think they did it in order f- to have people talking about it? That it was sort oh. of intentionally shit?
6: Well, that would explain what that happens after he gets through the intros again. So, Charles, <laughs> can you play that the next is, clip? Is this just going to be the
2: same <laughs> clip again? <laughs> Intro number three.
6: <laughs> we all need a
7: motive for what we're doing. I've been reminded of the words of General Douglas MacArthur... Well,
6: yeah, then from there he cuts out for a full three minutes. Just a blank screen for three minutes, no sound.
2: Well, General Douglas MacArthur was a quiet man. He's just doing the quote yeah. as it should be done. But
3: it's very hard to stuff up the technical thing of a pre-recorded video. Yeah,
6: they shut down the streams, deleted the... Vo- um, the, They took the videos down. Then they uploaded something claiming that the issue was Facebook and YouTube's bandwidth couldn't handle the amount of people watching. <laughs> 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 and then they said, and then they said it'll be two hours later, they'll they'll try again. And then it was back thirty minutes later, sadly sat through the whole over one hour broadcast of that. John, why did you do this? For the podcast, and I haven't seen a full <laughs> Alan Jones thing, so I thought it would be way more interesting than it was. <laughs> like, I thought it would be good content.
2: What I really want to know, though, what's been teased so much, I want to know what General MacArthur said. <laughs> it's just like, the third time he's, he's flirted <laughs> yeah, with it. I've got no I idea no what he idea. said. I have
6: th- no idea. I zoned out by the time he eventually got around to the actual quote.
3: And can I just remind listeners that that night, that was Monday night, they could have also been watching at the same time, the final episode of Succession.
2: Like, so, you know, there's oh. a real choice here. No, this is the thing that broke the
3: internet, not Succession. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Right, exactly. Okay, so we're going to listen to... Uh, uh, just
7: so this some- is a
6: compilation of different sections of his interview with Dominic Parate.
7: Okay. For my first interview on Alan Jones, Director of the People, with the newly minted New South Wales Premier Dominic Parate, traditional freedoms and values have been cast aside. Remember all that negative discussion when Dominic Perrottet was elected to the leadership of the Liberal Party in New South Wales about how many children he had. Add to that, of course, his explicit Christianity at a time when many of our Christian values are being erased from public education. Dominic Perrottet is on record as saying, in relation to freedom, it is not the government's role to provide freedom. New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet joins us for the first time on this program. Premier, thank you for your time. I can assure you your voice will be heard over the modern digital platforms by hundreds of thousands of people. Can you confidently say this is the Australia we want Australia
6: to be? Well, I think Alan... So all those clips, if you didn't notice, are all from the first question he asked Dominic Perrottet. So Dominic Perrottet is sitting there while he's quoting Dominic Perrottet. Referring to him as Dominic Perrete every time. The it takes over three and a half minutes for him to get the first question out. <laughs> There's points where he poses ideas and then answers on Dominic Perrité's behalf.
2: Did he did he actually have hundreds of thousands of people watching? Like you uh, said, at to the Dominic time Perrette? of recording,
6: he has not hit a hundred thousand views combined on all of the platforms. Right. Uh, but then also that includes Facebook views where Facebook views are uh, out as long as it's on your screen, not if you're actually watching it. Yeah. Well,
2: I mean, that's classic YouTube stuff. That's what we do as well. You know, just lie.
6: I wouldn't go as far as saying lying. He does have a classic Alan Jones moment, because he can't just talk about Australia all the time, with not with his current audience. So he does talk about American politics with a brand new conspiracy he has. Of Hunter Biden's involvement in a deal
7: for the Chinese Communist Party to acquire a cobalt mine located in the Congo. Now, cobalt's a component in the manufacture of batteries for electric cars. Get the drift? The 25th Amendment, Section 2, specifies that, quote, whenever there's a vacancy in the office of the vice president, the president shall nominate a vice president who shall take office upon confirmation by a majority vote by both houses of Congress, unquote. Well, as things stand, the Democrats would be able to secure such a vote if Harris were to go because of her total lack of political support. Who would replace her? And if Biden doesn't last the distance, could he then be replaced by the
6: replacement? Could that replacement be Hillary Clinton? That's right, Hillary Clinton's back. What? The full conspiracy is that Hunter Biden is in cahoots with the CCP, to spread communism through electric cars so that Joe Biden has to stand down after the next election through impeachment, the 2022 by-election, so that then Kamala Harris steps down because she's unpopular or something. That part, he has no reason for at all. And then instead of going with the current next in line... They then leapfrog Hillary Clinton, who's not even involved, into presidency. I- and that's Joe Biden's plan. <laughs> yeah. Just
3: at a critical assessment level, you, you watch a lot of YouTube, don't you, John? Yeah. Yeah. You think maybe he's better suited to something like Discord? Because, Do like,
6: <laughs> don't, don't you think, like,
3: I just get the sense that YouTube's a bit sort of.
6: Maybe Reddit? I reckon he could, he could blow up on Reddit. Reddit. I'll seeing yeah. see
2: Twitch because it suits his kind of like trailing off elaborations on bus routes changing because you don't have to watch the whole thing. It's kind of just like an all day stream and you can have it on in the background while you're doing other stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know what would really suit him? AM radio. Because they've got a whole lot of nutters on there. Has and he it,
6: failed that once already?
3: It's sort of it's sort of a dying medium.
6: Well, so is he though.
2: The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. Does everyone remember we had a bit of a, a teacher's strike last week?
1: Yes, we had Charles's children in here, which was the <laughs> only good thing that happened.
4: Our numbers went up when we had Charles's kids. Oh really? Yeah, yeah like
1: substantially. Oh yeah, well, you know, then
2: they're hot property. Well, outside of giving us more content, teachers strike for a whole lot of other reasons. Um, you know, generally shit work conditions, pay. I mean, during COVID, there's a lot of safety issues. By the
3: end of the last lockdown, it is absolutely true that I would have paid a teacher a billion dollars a year <laughs> to take my kids
2: away.
4: Actually, I, I used to be an ex-teacher. Yeah. If... I can claim that. Yeah. Oh, so are yeah.
2: you an
1: XX teacher, are you? Yeah, okay.
2: They've got a different way of doing things in the States. You don't have to strike to get better pay. There's actually a much better way to go about it. Now, I'm going to play a little audio game with you. Um, <laughs> there's a sound and you have to tell me what the teachers are doing here and how this is getting them extra funding. Oh, okay.
3: Mm. Uh, It sounds like some sort of fundraiser. Are they doing Mm. some sort of basketball match? Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: right. guessing it's um it's some sort of cheerleading. It's America.
2: Yeah. dressed be... in
1: skimpy costumes and all the
2: dads are going, hell yeah! Yeah, they're putting on some sort of show. I think you've got to think a little bit more American than that. So, okay. uh, it's a, sh- gu- a gun.
3: They're shooting. Fair Fair shooting. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So in South Dakota, they've got an ice rink and there's a big audience and in the middle they've got $5,000 worth of single dollar bills spread across and the teachers are kind of wrestling each other to pick up as many of those dollar bills and show them into there. Oh <laughs> my <Yeah>. god, no, <laughs> it,
1: it's a dash for it's cash it's like an FM it's breakfast <laughs> radio
3: promotion. They, they've it's got
2: five game. minutes and a cheering audience to make sure those kids have a future. And so and is there
3: <laughs> is there a sort of sniper, you know, at the top of the ring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: just, Some know, weird, like, horrible yeah. robotic doll that's turning around.
1: <laughs> so hang on, so is the money for the schools or is or, it to yeah, supplement it their meager
2: the, wages? No, for the schools. You've no, got to no, be the, kidding me, it's not even their money. So that the teachers plan to use the money for flexible seating, such as standing desks, or document cameras so they could upload lessons online. Why on earth
1: weren't the kids made to Dash for Cash? Because that would have been, you'd get mm-hmm. high ratings for that, get Charles' kids oh, in there.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, now we know what to do in Australia. You seem to have a great idea, Dom. I mean, get knowing
1: knowing places like South Dakota, this, this whole idea was probably... Like invented by some sort of strip club owner, <laughs> just going. The best way to, to fund education is by putting five-dollar bills in the garters of of the various teachers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that that does actually make sense because presumably strip club owners would have an excess of $1 bills. Yeah. To get one. Well, I'm,
4: I'm just concerned. Alexa, you said that it was in the middle of a skate rink. Mm. Yes. How many casualties were there? <laughs> um, so,
2: I, I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing. I, I honestly couldn't couldn't bear to watch it. I got about <laughs> probably $2,000 in and <laughs> 10 teachers started getting a bit tired. I feel oh. like I wouldn't be able to wrestle for that long. I'm pretty sure someone would have died I'm- at some point. I'm
4: genuinely considering going back into teaching. (laughs) Just how many teachers were there? There
2: was was just 10, just 10 10 diehard teachers. I mean,
4: I think that the the premise is just inherently unfair, though, because they're pitching your nerdy English teachers and math teachers against the PE teachers. The PE teachers are 100% going to come out on top, so suddenly the PE teachers get all the funding.
2: They've already got enough funding in the state. You know what the problem is?
3: That if you did in Australia, they'd be coins, wouldn't they? We don't have one dollar notes. You'd have a whole lot of
4: coins. They'd be really hard to pick up off the ice. Let's be (coughs) real. I left teaching because it was a whole lot of complaining. It was a whole lot of people being like, "Oh, I work so hard." Mm. So I think that next time the teachers of Australia do decide to go on strike, Mm. this should be a wake up call to them to realize that they could always have it worse.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) They're skating on thin ice.
0: The Chaser Report. (laughs) More news, less often.
4: So following that that incredible uh, sporting story from Alexa, I thought I'd follow it up with a bit more sporting news, another sporting controversy. We, we love a, a sporting controversy, whether it's NRL or, or, or cricket or Yeah, I mean, NRL. I assume
1: there's going to be heaps of scandals throughout the cricket season as there usually is. I'm looking forward to it.
3: I mean, I, I thought they got off to a good start with the Tim Payne's dick pic. Like, it, it's <laughs> hard <laughs> to know
1: where they can go from there. <laughs> I've, I've got faith in Dave
3: Warner to answer
4: <laughs> that question for you. Well, I've got uh, an update from the, the high-octane sporting world Of the Saudi Arabian camel beauty pageant. What? Yeah. (laughs) But look, it it was supposed to just be a nice, organised and respectful camel beauty pageant. But unfortunately, there were some cheaters. Are you (gasps) kidding? No, no, not at all. In fact, of the the several hundred camels that that were entered in the competition, 40 were disqualified Mm. because they had enhanced looks.
3: Oh
2: no!
4: Oh no! Okay. What what, yeah. is, what is that like? Hump implants? Yeah, what the hell are well, you, it's, you... <laughs> it's all about the humps. It's all about so. so is tons, it really? Yeah, yeah. So tons <laughs> of these camels. <laughs> I would have thought it'd be like the eyelashes? Or Surely the lips. So oh, collagen oh, yeah, in those beautiful sure. camel lips. Yeah. Yeah. So so what happened was. 40 camels were disqualified for using Botox in the lips to get a nice relaxed camel face uh, some of them were disqualified for, for makeup and artificial implants on the the eyelashes
3: yes see I agree with that because if you have long eyelashes on a on a camel it's just hard to just resist far more alluring definitely <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: well, and, and, and the worst one was the use of rubber bands to accentuate humps. Oh yeah! Ooh, gosh, that would be
3: painful. If Jesus. you're
4: wondering why on earth so many people were cheating mm. in a camel beauty pageant, mm. try and guess what the the prize money was. Oh, Five thousand no. dollars mm. was <laughs> <laughs> spread across all, yeah, all in ice one dollar bills, and the camels <laughs> fight yeah. over it in the middle.
1: You get to keep your camel. <laughs> yeah. no, is it, no, is
3: it Saudi Arabia? Yes. Okay, it'll be something absurd, won't it? It'll be it'll like. Be It'll be like $10 million or, or, or something.
1: An oil well. Yeah, yeah. It'll be, Almost.
3: It'll be, um, you won't be chopped up into little pieces next time you visit their embassy. <laughs>
1: You'll actually be allowed to leave the
3: country. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah.
4: yeah the that's the yeah. prize of all. The prize was $66 million. What?
1: I'm beginning to <laughs> feel that Saudi Arabia is not a lovely society. Uh, there's some problems there. That's that's the sense that I'm getting.
3: So how much of flights
2: to Saudi Arabia <laughs> at the moment and when's the next Have you got camel? an extra camel? <laughs> Australia well, is Australia's, Australia's meant to have some of the best camels in the world. Yeah. Oh, and they're wild. Like, just just go and lasso
1: a camel, Charles, yeah, and we take are, it to Riyadh. And we are <laughs> renowned for our sexy camels.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: true. We actually <laughs> export – we do. We export camels to Saudi Arabia, which is ironic because actually – our camels originally come from
2: Afghanistan. But ours have not been interbred. We've got, like, the yeah. purest camels. Yeah, we've got Aryan camels. It just, it
1: just, <laughs> I'm not sure we should be condoning the trafficking of, of camels. These Camels really? have rights. They've got... Although it is $6 million <laughs> yeah, sixty-six million dollars,
3: yeah, sixty-six million dollars basically trumps all rights or humanity. You could traffic me for sixty-six million. The, well, the Charles Firth rule of thumb is anything over ten million dollars, I'll do anything. <laughs> basically,
1: <laughs> well, Charles, bend over and get, let's get you a humping plan. <laughs> Our gears and road microphones. We're part of the Acast Creator Network. Bring your own camel. I've just found camel Instagram. Oh my god! This website you really want to check out is called Only Camels. <laughs> <laughs>